Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. The sermon text is the epistle reading from 1 Corinthians. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, on a day when uh, James, Kara, Oliver, are washed into the family of God, this epistle reading is so appropriate. Soaked and saturated with holy baptism. Now I get it. The uh, word baptism doesn't really float around in our text, but uh, words like brother, called, sanctified, fellowship, name, those are watery word words. Words that are all about the font and what occurs, what happens at the font. And this is a big deal to Pastor Paul. It's a huge deal to him. It's what is most important to him. It's what he wants to talk about and what he does talk about at the start of his letter to the Corinthians. I mean, his excitement is contagious, and that is a good thing, because the life, the biggie baptized life that Pastor Paul seeks is the very life we are all created to seek. Now, this guy, Pastor Paul, he knows what he's talking about. I mean, you can tune out Pastor Paul, but please do so at your own risk, okay, folks? I mean, listen to this guy's credentials. 1 Corinthians 1.1, Paul, called by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus and our brother Sosthenes. Did you catch that? Pastor Paul, apostle. Apostle. A sent one, sent from God to speak for, 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 for God. Rocket science, huh? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Pastor Paul, a mouthpiece of God himself. And so what Pastor Paul had to say then about baptism, and what Pastor Paul has to say today about baptism, bears the divine stamp of approval. It's big. Real big. And Pastor Paul invites all of us here this morning to seek the big life, the B-I-G life found at the font. Baptism, no small thing. Baptism gives you and me the big life, the B-I-G life. A life with belonging, a life with an identity, a life with a goal line. Belonging, identity, goal line. You know what really uh, struck me this week going through this text was the flow, the flow of this text from uh, past to present and from present to future. In nine verses, Pastor Paul uh, shows us what a big deal baptism is, bathing every moment of our lives in baptism. From the beginning to the end. So, uh, Kara, 
James, Oliver. The uh, words spoken and the water sprinkled like 30 minutes ago will have an effect on your lives eternally. Eternally. How so? How so? Well, let's learn together, shall we? Here we go. First, baptism, which occurred in the past, gives us a place of belonging that will forever last. Listen to Pastor Paul speak about baptisms bringing us together forever power. Verses 1 through 3. To the church of God that is in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints together with all those who in every place call upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Pastor Paul here addresses the church of God that is in Corinth. Well, these words from Pastor Paul in 2023 are just as relevant to the church of God that is in, in, in Auburn, Michigan. Yeah, brothers and sisters, we are Christ Church. No isolated individuals. Hashtag never alone. We are grounded and rooted in something, or better said, someone bigger than anything or anyone. Now, there are no tumbleweeds out there, okay, being blown about by the winds of what's popular now. Or I'm just going to do whatever I feel like today. Or you do you. The end of all of that? Not good. Destruction. Damnation. But we are rooted and grounded in, in, in Christ Jesus. I am looking at a bunch of people who are immovable and immortal. Pastor Paul says so in our text when he says, To those sanctified in Christ Jesus. Sanctified in J.C. With three splashes of promise, our lives change forever. We are pulled out of the, uh, the lonely life of the me and pulled into the homely life of the we. Um, Kara, James, Oliver... You will never, ever have to sing all by myself. Ever. You'll never have to sing that, ever. You're home. You're home. Welcome home. See, in the waters of holy baptism, you got a new name. And with that new name, you got a whole brand spanking new family. A new family. And the new name that you got, Saint. Saint James. I'm looking at Saint James right now. Yeah, I know. You're like, hard to believe. I know, I know. I'd be like, St. Aaron, really? St. <laughs> Kara, St. Oliver. Now, in the OT, the Old Testament, only the angels were called saints. But because we, we are baptized into the Holy One of God, Jesus, we are now called 
Saints. Quite an advancement. What a promotion. We have moved higher than we actually can in this world. <laughs> this is it. We're at, we're at the top. We now have angelic status. We have the same status as the angels who have access to God the Father in his home where they zoom, 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 sing and swarm and fly in the house of God, enjoying the presence of God the Father. But we have it way better than the angels, don't we? We stand in the house of God as his sons, as his daughters. So look around, James and Kara and Oliver. Look around. Your family uh, went from three to now 333. <laughs> your family got a lot bigger a few moments ago. And actually, your family is, uh, is much bigger than just the folks you see here at 303 Ruth Street. Listen to Pastor Paul. Called to be saints together with those who in every place, every place, every place, call upon the name of Jesus. We now belong to a family that spans every congregation every culture, every continent, every color. It's a worldwide family, dear friends. That nothing, no one, can break up or bust up, which is the promise given by Pastor Paul when he says, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Where do you hear those words on Sunday? Where? 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 Huh? Huh? Somewhere. Here, but, but, but where? where? Where in the service? Anyone? Anyone? Right at the beginning of the, the sermon. Thank you. Thank you. This guy doesn't ask rhetorical questions, right? I want an answer. Come on. Feed me. Feed me. Grace and peace. Grace and peace. Grace. No one here is at grace because of their uh, good golf swing or their good looks or their good reputation or their good morals. We are here because of God's grace. Period. Got grit? We don't talk like that here. Got grace? That's how we talk. And yeah, you have oodles and oodles of grace, and so do I. God's grace got us in, and God's grace is going to keep us in. His grace is enough. It's all we need. Sufficient. We know this because of Golgotha, right? We look at the cross. And we see God's grace fleshed out for you and for me. Jesus there on the cross getting what we deserve. Divine wrath for our gossip. And the way we hold grudges. And all the times we have inflicted pain on one another. 
so that we can get what we don't deserve, and that's divine peace. Peace, peace, peace. Peace with God and peace with one another. What a sweet swap. Happy trade. Joyous exchange. That's what grace is, by the way. God's riches at Christ's expense. You've heard that before, right? That acronym? God's riches at Christ's expense. That's what grace is. Jesus, who is rich, made himself poor so that by his poverty we could be made rich. So rich. There, Jesus on the cross, emptying himself of everything so that he can fill us up to overflowing with everything that we absolutely need for depression, for addiction, for darkness, for disappointment, for disaster, for danger, for death. This family right here has it all. Has it all. That's why we have so much peace in the family of God. No one here stands in fear of getting the boot. <laughs> God the Father isn't in the business of booting people or booing them. He's, the, he's in the business of wooing them, bringing them into his family. We all have the certainty that we will never, ever receive eviction paperwork from our God. you got a spot in his home forever. Not only do you have a place in his family, we also have a purpose in his family. So we don't just you know, stand around, twiddling our thumbs. We have purpose. Baptism defines for us our present reality and delivers to you and me a who am I identity. Pastor Paul busts out praising God, giving him thanks in our text, verse 4. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus. Now there's no flattery here. He, he means what he says. Pastor Paul looks at the font and what he sees, well, the Lord pouring out grace upon grace on this teeny tiny parish in Corinth. I mean, what do you say when you get a gift? You say, thank you. And that's what Pastor Paul is doing. He sees all of this grace, all of these gifts being lavished upon the church in Corinth, and he says, thank you, God. Thank you for all that you are giving to them. Because he knows what those gifts are doing. That grace, grabbing hold of those folks and giving them Many hats to wear, to share God's grace, to spread his blessing to every guy and every gal. What divine purpose, what divine meaning, what divine God-given purpose. And the same is true for all of us, dear friends. The Christians in Corinth could answer the who am I question saying, well, child of God, who am I? God's own child, I gladly say it. I am baptized into Christ. That's my answer, too. That's your answer. I'm a child of God. His beloved child. His beloved son. Who has been given by him many, many hats to wear. You have a lot of hats to wear. You know, you know some of them. Like uh, the husband hat. The uh, pastor hat. The... U.S. of A. citizen hat, the 
U of M fan hat. Don't hurt me. The Ireland street hat. The Xi'an hat. A lot of hats. And you have a lot of hats too, given by God himself. And these hats come and go. There are seasons for these hats. The single hat, the married hat, the widow, widower hat, the Western student hat, the Dow employee hat, the grandpa hat, the mommy hat, the brother hat, the daughter hat, the neighbor hat, the GLC member hat, the Michigan resident hat, the sick and dying hat, the retiree hat. No matter the number of hats that you wear, you have all the resources you need in your baptism to carry those hats out. You lack nothing. Pastor Paul says so, right in verses 5 through 7, that in every way you were enriched in him in all speech, in all knowledge, even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you. So that you are not lacking. Let that sink in. You are not lacking in any spiritual gift. James and Kara, you are going to have such great joy. Teaching Oliver that he is never deficient. Never. Never. He is and has more than enough. Because of his baptism, well, Oliver has everything he needs to wear, his God-given hats, and walk, first crawl, <laughs> he has to get there first, right? Knowing, knowing his life is not a waste. God has good use for him, God has good use for each of us here. Every one of us. No one here is a drain but rather someone from whom we have something beautiful and beneficial to gain. We all have a part here, a role here, in this place called Grace. We all have something to contribute to 303 Ruth Street. We do. We are not the Expendables. Makes for an okay Hollywood movie. But uh, we don't have any, any, anything to do with that here in the church, okay? The Indispensables... Now we're talking. Now we're talking. We all have God-given hats to wear. To build up the body of Christ here at 303 Ruth Street. To share hope with those who see nothing but defeat. To pray for everyone that we meet. To bear the burdens of those who are busted and broken and beat. To learn more and more about God's word and way and will in that seat, in this seat, in that seat, in this seat. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, God has good use for you and for me. And our God-given purpose in this place called grace is going somewhere. It's going to where there will be nothing but a smile on everyone's face. The biggest ever. That's right. A bright future ahead. Baptism opens for us 
a future where everything will be fine when we cross that goal line. There's a future ahead of us that's going to be out of this world because it's a whole new world. (laughs) A world where bombs won't go boom, 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 boom. A world where there, there will be no more doom and gloom. A world where there won't be a hospital, a pharmaceutical company, a funeral home, a cemetery, a tomb. A world where every one of us will have a chair in the Father's dining room. It's not a fairy tale, folks. This world is more real and permanent than the one that we're living in right now. And it's a coming. Pastor Paul says so. Verses 7 through 9. As you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will sustain you to the end, guiltless, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. On the last day, we're going to leap. We're going to dance out of our graves in our glorified, resurrected bodies and cross and cross and cross the goal line. The end will be just the beginning. A beginning that will actually have no end. And on that day, all the hats that we wore here in this life will be exchanged for one hat. Really, actually, it's a crown. The crown of everlasting life. The crown of glory. Big brother Jesus crowning you. His sister crowning you. His brother. What the Lord began at your baptism brought to completion. Topped off. Topped off. You, me, now a finished product. His finished product of redemption. Of salvation. See, we don't fear the last day at all. We will stand before the judge unafraid. No accusations because, well, any cause for accusation covered in the blood of Calvary. The blood of Jesus, the Christ. You can count on this because, well, who's faithful? God is faithful. He will surely do it. This, this, this biggie life, this big life that we enjoy right here and right now, belonging to God's family, having an identity in God's family, And uh, leaning into the goal line with God's family, Jesus will sustain with his grace, here at grace, until that day we stand before him face to face. Hallelujah. (laughs) James, Kara, Oliver, happy baptism day. It's not go big or go home here in the church. Okay, I want to make that, make that straight, okay? Yeah. Set that straight. Um, you have already gone big at the font, and now you're, and now you're, you're home. You're home. See, going big, going home, the same thing. 
in the Christian life. You're baptized. You're home. So kick back. Relax. Enjoy these, your brothers and sisters. Unpack your bags. Stay a while. Stay a while. Seriously. Welcome to the B.I.G. Big Life that God the Father had in store for you before the foundation of the world. Today is just the beginning. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.